Hey girl, hey! Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, of the live daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. So here's the deal. On my radio show, we're like married up in there, okay? Yeah, like till death do us part. Or until you want a divorce. Totally up to you. But this podcast is where we date. Yes, you date me. You like, you get to know me. You try me on. You feel me out. And this is where I get to woo celebs, tastemakers, and influencers into falling in love with me. Anyone who knows me knows I'm like a professional social climber. And yeah, I wear that title like a badge of honor. But for real, my favorite part of being in the radio industry for 12 plus years is getting to meet interesting, inspiring, and exceptional people and getting them to talk about the pettiest things in the world. So if you love real talk with a touch of cattiness and a ton of laughers, then you're in the right place. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. And on this podcast, I like to talk to celebrities, bravo celebrities, tastemakers, and influencers. I'm going to say this guy right here is definitely your tastemaker and an influencer. You are. I'm going to uh, give you that. I'll take that. I was wondering. I was like, where do I fit in this whole thing? <laughs> I, I, I was waiting for And big, stupid idiots. <laughs> and you're also just fucking <laughs> awesome, you guys. Jared Freed, for those of you who subscribe to my radio show, The, yeah. Taylor, the Taylor Strecker Show, you know Jared, but for those of you who just listened to the podcast, you cheap sons of a bitches. Cheapos. Just kidding, guys. It's okay. <laughs> but you really should subscribe to the radio show. So radio show listeners know you. Yeah, I love coming on. I love I love I love how it's live. I love how it's intimate. I love how it's, you know, people you know, you it hey. feels like you're on you're speaking to people right away. Podcasts, I have podcasts, you know that you've been on, you've been guests on both yep. of them. J Train and you up, both you of up. them. Um awesome. uh, but it's uh those podcasts, it's it's like you put it out and you go, oh, what did I say then? <laughs> you know, this will come out in a week from now. And I'll exactly. go, was I okay? And then you get like tweets and like people will be like, remember when you, you know, like they'll <laughs> reference something from a podcast and you'll go, I, I love that you love this, but I am, it's been a week. You're I've, like, I've, I've taken it. 30 dumps <laughs> since then. I've been on the toilet many times to like, I've, I've, I've been on Instagram 7,000 hours, you know, <laughs> so like I'm, I'm so beyond this. So, but I, not that I don't love a podcast, but that's why I love your radio show because it, 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 and you know, I always just, you're fun. You're, you're a pro. I always say that to you. Jared. You're a complete pro. Sometimes Thank you go you. on with people and it's like. So they're like, so how was your day? And you're like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Who is listening to this? I, I don't know. I woke up, so I ate breakfast. Grandparents and mom, dad, maybe siblings if they're lucky. Yeah. No, but you, you're you one of our favorite guests Thank on the regular show. I it's just coming on. impossible to tie you down because you're super busy, which is a good thing. Well, yeah. And then it's also like your schedule is the like worst. media schedule. The worst. Like, and I'm like, I'm waking up when you're like halfway through the day. And I'm always like, oh man, oh. I can't believe. And you're up and you're doing it. That's Dude. what I mean. That's why the su subscribers, if I could say to the people that, you know, don't do your radio show, you're going to work for them. Like I you're, am. that is I'm a working full time with you. I'm, job. I'm working that's, real people hours. I always right. say radio that's, is the construction workers of the entertainment industry. <laughs> we work every single day at yeah. fucking brutal hours. And you're up and your and energy is up. So I. I appreciate it, and they and I think the people who pay for it should too. Oh, but Jared, I also love you. a podcast. Happy to be here. Yeah, love being. Welcome here. to Taste to, of Taylor. It's your first time ever. It's your virgin voyage. It feels so good. Right. Please just treat me right. Wait, just tell <laughs> everybody where we're sitting. Like bra brag for me for a second. Where we, 
Taylor lives in what I would call opulence. Um, <laughs> but if it, you saw my is, apartment, you'd be like, oh. Well, I <laughs> I saw the lobby, and there's this, like, old South Park where, like, they went to, like, they're, like, selling a movie deal. Like, there's this, like, South Park episode in the millions that are out there, and every time they meet with a better, like, agency yes they have a better fountain in the <laughs> lobby so i always think of like the lobby of like and yours looks like the fortress of like it looks fortress of solitude like it looks very like <laughs> like there should be a meeting of all the superheroes on that couch in that the front yeah couch. the sunken couches the sunken couch it's beautiful there's security oh I was hell like, yeah i was like hi i'm here uh for this apartment they're like oh miss streckle will be down <laughs> in a second uh I'm like, you even have british security this is crazy alfred's here you gave them british accents. i know I, it was in my thank head. you and now we're taping in a movie theater in a movie theater beautiful. I, think, I will say this place is sick and has insane amenities but i live in a shoebox <laughs> I, that is the thing about new york where you'll show up in a building you're like oh my god like there's a basketball court and a gym and they'll be like and we got the indoor pool and then they're like and here's your three by five closet (laughs) to live in you get to live like dracula while (laughs) well while the mansion has a basketball court so my girlfriend sleeping standing up you know my girlfriend used to nanny for this little kid he's from the super wealthy family like they had a place in soho Mm. and it was like three bedrooms they have a place in the hamptons they have a place like down in like florida like rich rich that is like the taxes they pay is more uh, than people live on. So he, but he's a kid. He doesn't know his perspective is what he knows. So you say to him, like, what are your favorite restaurants? He's like, Carbone. Yeah, of course. Nobu. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he yeah. came here a couple times. Um, and he, like, doesn't get that Taylor and I date, <laughs> but I think he, like, caught on and he, like, kind of started to hate me a little bit. I, <laughs> I love that. He's like, why are you living in the nanny's closet? You Literally. Know? And he was like, he came over and he was like, to Taylor, my girlfriend. He was like, Ugh. Can we go back to our house? This yeah. is so small. There's only like one room. And I was like, you know what, dude? <laughs> Fuck you. And then yeah. she actually took him downstairs to play basketball. And he came up later. And he was like, I changed my mind. And I was like, excuse you. And he was like, you have many rooms. You have a movie theater. Of course. You have, so he, yes. I, he's counting those as my yeah, rooms. Listen, and I'm like, hey, boo. Hey, boo. You the, get it now. Listen, you, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the, that's like when a, like a realtor brings you around, like a broker brings you around apartments and like the, the West Village is your living room. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I live, I, I watch Netflix next to the hobo on the street. I, I love that. The kid, I, I think like, the 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 worst thing that's kind of happened. The, I think the reason there's a lot of division in the world right now. Yes, please is go. Instagram yep. and Instagram stories. Yes. Like I think like we, you know, the, I think a lot of it's been misplaced as like people hating different, like being, you know, I, I I didn't come on here to talk about politics or race or whatever, but like I think people say it's racism and all this stuff, and I, I think it's a lot of classism that people people just are like mad at rich people because yeah, you used to live next door to someone and then the neighbors would go on vacation. Yep, and you would just assume. They went on the same vacation as, as you, you did. Exactly. Now Instagram stories exist and you're sitting there watching the neighbor's vacation being like, how the fuck do these people afford, afford the Greek <laughs> islands? I ain't going to the Greek islands. They're in the Greek islands. They must have rich parents. They must have had it easier than me. They are pieces of shit. I hate my neighbors. <laughs> like, look how quickly that happens, you know? And it's like the worst thing that can happen is if kids get Instagram. Like, this kid will be like, we're at Carbone. And you're like, fuck you, 10-year-old. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, and it's like you got like the like him being like, we. I love the kids' meal at 
Philippe or like <laughs> Daniel. Yep. I don't yep. even know. De- nope, spot on. <laughs> right on the nose. Meal, he's like, I like the Philippe Happy Meal. And like, <laughs> that's your ver- that's the version of an Instagram story because you're looking at him going, "Fuck this kid." <laughs> he has no idea. Yeah. He has yeah. no idea. I'm I'm, I'm waking up at three a.m. To go do radio and then telling people, please subscribe to the other radio station. Well, I've decided now. I pay enough fucking rent. I have for enough fucking years. And you know what? This movie theater is my new goddamn podcast this studio. What do you it. think about that? I think it works. <laughs> it's got sound on the walls. I, I, It all works. It's beautiful. Because before I'd have people going to my apartment, and I don't know, where do you do your podcast? So you've one on so with Betches. So I have one with Betches. You, and they have a great podcast They got a whole studio. thing. You Up. That's the You Up podcast. It's every Wednesday. Yep. And we basically just talk modern dating. That's all the podcast it's is. so good. Mo- thank you. People love it. We You're started, so good. I, Jordana's so good. Jordana, who's one of the, uh, the she's the one of the women who started Betches. the Queen Betches. The Queen Betches. The Betches Betches. Her and I co-host a podcast, the You Up podcast, and it's every Wednesday. And we take emails from listeners and give modern dating talk. And, you know, she's in a serious relationship. I'm just getting into a serious relationship. I know. I was going to say, know. so it's still going strong? It's still going strong. I'm, I'm Are you it. in herb? Uh, yeah, we say I love you Aww, and all that stuff. Oh, Jared, I'm happy. Yeah. I thought you were like the forever bachelor. Well, I, I think a lot of people assume that because I speak so honestly about dating. Yes. And I think you're like, very much he's just not that into you. Sure. Type of like Of course, vibes. for the new age or whatever. You like, got it. Because the rules have changed. And I think right now a lot of people feel lonely dating because they can't go to their parents for advice they can't nope. their mom is like what's an app yeah exactly their mom's you not gonna swipe, tell them it's a video game exactly <laughs> their mom's not gonna say well dad liked seven of my instagram photos in a row and that's how i knew he wanted to fuck me and it's like uh, let me speak honestly about this i'm a product of timing i went to college during facebook coming out and then yep. dating websites and dating apps and and swiping and instagram and snapchat so i was single and in relationships and out of relationships through all of that and you know, my job on my podcast is to be personal and honest. Yeah. And on You Up and I, the other podcast called J Train, which is more lifestyle advice. And J Train was first, correct? J Train was first. That's actually how you met the Betches. Yeah, we we met we met through like Jewish geography and all that Always. stuff. And I was I was hosting. I went to camp this and yeah, you went to camp all that. All of that stuff. And summer camp is 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 baby networking. <laughs> you know, it's it's toddler networking. And um, yeah, a lot of my friends now like I, you know, keep in touch with and they're all in different industries and yep. gone on to different things and always you know, you know, and I think like Jewish people, uh, you know, when any culture, not just Jewish, any, cul- any culture, any culture you're a part of, whether yep. it's it could be your religion, it could be something you're just like I'm a huge no. There's shoe culture now. I'm know? a huge Phillies fan. Sure. Yeah. There's a connection. You have a background with someone, so they're more apt to introduce you, or they just understand where. You're. So I actually got in touch with. The long story short is uh, a family friend got me in touch with a guy who knew the bet, whose sister knew the betches. I started hosting their comedy shows, and then I had them on my podcast. Then I helped them. And then start they were theirs. like, "Oh, podcast! You like introduced the betches." To podcasting, I, they somewhat, would they would I, say that I, they have said it to well, me before. I would say that I I to me like I'm just happy to like you know when I see someone like well, how can I connect people? I think I think it's like uh, and not to get anything in return. It's just you you know oh you want to do something here's how you can do something that I think is great. Yes. So I helped them do that, and then I was guests on their podcast. They've been guests on my podcast, and then they were like about two years ago. They're like, hey, we want to start our own thing. Yeah. Where we give dating advice from the guy and girl's perspective, and so smart, and it's great. And you guys have great chemistry too. Great chemistry, and I think the the most important things um, when you co-host with someone, and I think you're great at this as well, is Thank that you. empathy. 
Totally. So you, you have a co-host that you might disagree with. Or yes. The, you, but you're discussing something. It's not to make someone evil because so much today and is... So black and white. Well, and it's so like so many labels get can get thrown at absolutely. you. Absolutely. The strategy today is agree with me or you're evil. You got it. I hate it's, that. It's well, tough. Because we're trained in a business that teaches us the complete opposite. It's yeah. like, actually, I will say though, if you go way back to radio, like even when I was starting in it, they were like, okay, so one is a yes and one is a no, or one is an up and one is a down. It's like opposites, opposites, opposites. Mm-hmm. And my co-host at the time and I, I was with him for like seven or eight years we're like fuck that we have our own opinions if we agree we agree if we don't we don't but that's authentic also let's talk it out without making someone you know what it's jujitsu it's it's yes. discussion jujitsu if you yeah the, the finishing move is always that person is this version of evil so i'll give you an example i've okay. been opening for michelle wolf Un- unbelievable mazel congrats <laughs> michelle is a good friend but also She's one of the best comedians in the country. Hey, guys, it's time to talk about one of our sponsors, BetterHelp. I love BetterHelp because it's online counseling. I love therapy, talk therapy, counseling, the whole shebang. And the thing that I love about this is that you get to connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. My therapist actually recently moved over to BetterHelp, and I was thrilled because going to her office was a total pain. And, ugh, I mean, it's just it's just so much more convenient from the comfort of home. Basically, you get help in your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions. Plus, you can chat and text with your therapist. I think my therapist probably doesn't love that I can text with her because I might, like, maybe cross the line and abuse it and text her too often. But... I love it. I need her. And the great thing about BetterHelp is that they have licensed professional counselors who are specialized in like everything. Depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, trauma, sleeping, anger, family conflicts, grief, self-esteem, you name it, they've got it. And just like regular therapy, anything you share is confidential. And I love this. If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time. No additional charge. BetterHelp has 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. It's also available worldwide. So if you're traveling the world, you can still connect with your therapist or your counselor. And like I said, any communication mode that you prefer, whether it's a video, a phone, a chat, a text. I like videos because I want to look my counselor in her eyes. And then I also like to, you know, text with her because, well... I'm a pain in the patoot, but hey, she still loves me. And best of all, it's a truly affordable option. I don't know about you, but uh, here in New York City, counseling can be quite expensive. Not to mention inconvenience, like every single counselor is like on the Upper East Side, which is not where I live, so it's like a long commute. But yeah, better help, it's affordable option and... To make it even sweeter for you, Taste of Taylor listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code TOT. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com TOT. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you're going to love. That's betterhelp.com TOT. And now... Back to Blow, the podcast. Blowing the fuck up. I was just on a show with her, and I'm, I go up to, and so a lot of times it's just me and her. So I'll go up and I'll be like, hey, welcome to the show. Yeah. And I'm doing jokes, and then, like, I my job is to set the table. Yeah. So I go, I'm like, hey, you, uh, you know, I'll do a couple jokes, and then you feel the vibe of a room. You know this. You do live shows. Hell yeah. <clears throat> so I'm like, this, so what I do is every time I start a show, I'll give the audience a chance to be fun, to be in for jokes. Okay. If you go to a comedy show, let me tell everyone out there, the goal is 
for you to laugh. There's no, and a lot of comedy has now risen out of this like, you know, agenda-based comedy where right. it's like, no, we're coming to learn and then you'll laugh after you learn. And it's like, no, 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 no. Every real comedian you see, their only goal is not to get you, but to make you laugh. And if you're not laughing, that's when things, you know, then they go, well, what's the other issue? If you came there with an agenda to have, you know, agenda-driven comedy and the person only wants you to laugh, now we have uh, two people trying for the different things. So I'll go up, I'll do jokes about trying to lose weight. Right. Because that is a part of my life. If you go on my Instagram account, I talk about uh, body issue stuff, weight stuff all the time. Jared, we could, we should just do another podcast <laughs> about that. Uh, this is the struggle of my life. If I didn't have to think about food and calories, I, those I would be the happiest person in the world. Well, how about people who don't? They should have cured every disease. <laughs> how is not someone with abs just on TV today being like, and all of the diseases are canceled <laughs> because I'm thinking of whether whole wheat is healthy or not 80% of my day. I'm having you an internal have... battle with myself <laughs> yeah. for hours over get the brisket yes, or get the roast beef. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's Neither. healthier, what's Neither. better what for is, me. I'm Googling what has more yeah, calories. What has more calories. And then the chicken fingers that tell me chicken yeah. fingers less calories than brisket. That's what we spend That's our day. If we're spending our day doing that, <laughs> what are the hot people doing? What are the what are the good body people doing? They're fucking us all over by not taking <laughs> care of cancer. They should be carrying um, all, the all the disease. All the things. Beyond that. So yes. I go on stage. I, I do jokes about losing weight or trying to lose weight. And I'll get three jokes in. I'll go, okay, this side of the room, great energy. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Because I want to let them know Reward. I hear you as a host yep. and as someone who's setting the table. I'm, the show's not my show. Yes. I'm trying You're to make it up. I'm trying to get the audience in as good a place and understanding what a joke sounds like as possible. Uh -huh. So I say to them to let them know if they hear me say I can hear them, then Michelle's going to, they know that Michelle can hear them. So right. I go, you guys, great energy. Thank you. And they usually they'll clap for themselves because they're fun people. Yeah. And then I'll go, this side of the room, <laughs> dog shit. <laughs> and then I pointed, it was in Portland, Maine. I pointed at one woman and I go, you look so miserable right now. You need. <laughs> I go smile once, please. And the girl next to her no. looks at me and goes, "You're telling a woman to smile." Oh, God! And, and here know, we go. And I and it's like, again, agree with me? Yeah. Or evil? Yeah. And listen, I know what I look like. I look like the patriarchy in a human body i understand <laughs> i look like a, the king of all bros i get it i get that if someone was there because they were like i love that she took down the power at the white house <laughs> correspondence dinner that they came for a very certain type of show yes and when i show up on stage it's the like white what <laughs> this shall not be you know that girl was obviously had an agenda yep. to say that and i said and i looked at her i go yeah, I told someone to smile at a comedy show. That shouldn't be weird. I'm not a construction worker on the corner hey, of the baby. street. Hey, tuts, <laughs> smile more and show me them tits. That's not what I'm doing. Exactly. I'm saying Context, you people. look. Yeah, you look miserable at a comedy show. And I said to her, I go, her boyfriend looks miserable too. If you want to, if you really want to get into it, <laughs> they both look like they got in a fight before coming here, and they fucking hate it. And I go, and the crowd got weird because <sighs> because that's what the audience does. I don't blame the audience because yes. now they're put in a position of 
do we agree with douchebag comedian <laughs> or woman who just felt that she was told to smile or that another woman was told to smile? Do we agree with the Me Too movement or douchebag Whitey? And it's like, I get that. Yes. And I said to the <laughs> And I looked at the audience. Your like, next podcast. That's uh, douchebag Whitey. Whitey with J Train. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, also, my nickname is J Train that I gave to myself. I get it. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I look like. So I say to the audience, I go, yeah, that's what happened. I go, I go. Come on, people. Yeah, Michelle brought an opener who hates women. Thank exactly. <laughs> and they laughed. And okay. I said, and I go. And, and they you got him like, back. They, yeah, and then did frowny smile. And then, well, then I said, I go. Are, uh, I, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm like, and 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 the the next act is actually Trump. Uh, <laughs> you know, like it's like, you know, like I'm tr- we like. There's some uh. people that can't have fun with. Any of these issues. Then why are they a comedy Well, shows? but that's the thing. But that's the thing. What's your agenda when you come in? Yeah. Do you come in because, you know, this person, you agreed with this. And listen, funny first. And that's why I love Michelle. Funny Michelle first. is, let me repeat myself. Yep. One of the best comics in the country. If you have a chance to see her. See her. She's unbelievable. Um, her special is going to be bananas insane. and insane. insane. And one of those specials that someone, you're going to go. Do you know when it comes out? She hasn't taped it yet, but this is like what we're working working on. So like I I'm she's working her ass off. And like, you know, when you talk about feminism and you talk about like, you know, and it's like I look at the betches, the three women that started they started a company, they created jobs, they're not sitting there complaining. They are doing the thing and being funny first, issue second, doing the job, killing it. Michelle's in that group too. Totally. Um I just look at those people and I'm like, there it is. They're they're to me, I'm like I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I just think they're all great. So let me I ask mean, you this: to, not to, you know, gush. Well, no, gush. You should be gushing. First of all, you're. This is what you're doing. I want to talk about what you're doing. Sure. I mean, so you are. You're all things. You're first and foremost a comedian. That's what I do. Then you get into podcasting. How do you even get into podcasting for J Train? First I, off, I just like radio. I listen to talk radio my whole life. Who? Uh, I sports radio in Boston. W E I and stuff like that, and you know Howard Stern here and there, but yeah. not as much. Um, but really sports radio. So like I. So do you, did you like know that that was something that you wanted to get into you know, down the road or did, did you kind of fall into it? I was lo- loving. I loved podcasts like I loved radio and I was listening. But to you were loving own. podcasts when people didn't even know what a well, podcast I thought was. When, even when I started, I thought I was late. Like I like because I had <sighs> Tell like, me about I had it. my own, I know I had my own library of shows. Yes. Like I had my Monday will show my Tuesday show my Wednesday show and I was listening to all of them. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is something I think I would do well at. But I needed to figure out. One, what's what? the show? Yep. And then two, I, again, thinking I was late, I was like, I want to, my whole thing since I started comedy was like matching with brands that I could be like a special guest to. Okay. I so really thought examples. that was like a bit, so examples, like I, I wrote for Bro Bible every Thursday. Smart. I was never paid by Bro Bible. Right. I was, I was just like, I want retweets. I want to siphon off Smarty. as much as your audience as I can. Then total frat move. I was writing every Thursday for them. Yep. Um, and same deal. And when I went to total frat move, I was like, hey, they were in Austin. I was on a bachelor party in Austin. I went and visited their office. They had posted my videos. The, I used to do these videos frat dude goes to where I just acted like the biggest frat guy alive. Uh-huh. And then they were like, yo, frat dude's here. Like, they, like I set up a meeting with them, but they were like, this is so weird. I go, I'd like to do my column for you. Because I want your audience and I want to start a podcast. And they were like, literally, like, what's a podcast? a podcast? And I was like, I'll find a studio, I'll host it, you promote it. Because I was like, how do I get a ba- baseline of people so that like an audience right away? And it's like, 
that takes a lot of you know blind confidence too. Where I'm like, mm, but I'm like, you, you got don't, the chops. I also that's like just knowing that that that's like self love right there, well, which is a good thing. Yeah, and uh, I appreciate that. But I also I'm looking at it as here's something you don't have that could round out your media company. Right. Just like Betches were like starting all these podcasts. Same with them. Yeah. So. Um, I found a studio. Stand Up New York was just happened to be starting a studio. But like, but real talk. So, <laughs> I normally do podcasts like in my apartment. Sure. But I'm sick and tired of being in my small ass apartment, staring <laughs> at my bed, and also I'm sick of fucking cleaning before well, everyone gets there. I do my podcasts in my apartment now. I've gone from studio to apartment. Yes, um, it's so easier though with the Zoom and everything. I, it's so much easier. I mean, but I we set up a whole thing. Finding so. a studio is hard and expensive. It's expensive. How did you find the studio? So Stand Up New York was starting one above the comedy club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, um. The, uh, they were like, we we're looking for shows. And I said, I have a promoter. I have a host, me. Mm-hmm. I need a producer. Yeah. So we all got on email and I put everyone together. I like, just like I said with the batches, like I'm like putting everyone at one table and yeah. putting email. Basically, you have to bother. If you want to start anything, you have to bother people. Can I ask you, a really personal question? Sure. And I'm asking like, I'm asking for the audience who's entrepreneurial, but I'm asking for me. Sure. Payment. Money, percentages. To me, I was like, so I was always, again, I was in a very lucky position to be like, okay, I want the show first. Yes. I go, if money comes, great. Great. We'll go 33% across the board. 33.1, whatever it is. So fucking smart. Decimal repeating. So we that's what we did. And This is the way you get it done, people. So it was kind of like saying, okay, Money would be great, but let's get the show going first. Yep. Let's, let's figure this out. Absolutely. So we started doing it, and it, you know, right away, audience, and we were discussing news from Total Frat Move, the website. I told you that. So I was on series for, what, 12 years? Yeah. I worked with Cosmo Magazine, the number one selling women's magazine in the world. My little brother, 12 years younger than yeah. me, <laughs> literally didn't know what the hell I did for a living. Sure. I was on Sirius XM Radio with Howard Stern. Yeah. He was like, you do what? I was on your podcast once. There it is. He was like, you're famous. <laughs> There it is. You've made it. Zach. <laughs> we, we, well, we found a certain type of audience with TFM, and if they got involved, but the problem was, I'm interested. he went to Harvard, so he's, there we <laughs> you know, high he's end, one of those hot people that's going to change bro. the world. Yeah, 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 That's what we need. <laughs> need more of him. So, I, um, the, the problem is you're introducing a whole audience to a thing that they've never used in their daily life. Podcasts. Podcasts. Were you saying, going after a specific demo or were you kind of just like whatever demo like vibes me? I always thought with Total Frat Move, like I get that they're a punchline. TFM like was big on Twitter. They had a million Twitter followers. Damn. I was just like, hey, whoever there, I'm just going to take away the they're people. They're peoples that, of my peoples. If, they, if they're, they're fun, I know what the punchline is and I know why people hate frat guys, but right. also- Millions of people we do also frats. Fucking love frat guys. Yeah, Give me so a like, break. and I was in that with friends of mine. We all used yeah, to like make if you're and even at 36, someone was like, yeah. want to go to a frat park? I'd be like, fuck yes. I gotta see it. I gotta see it. What they're doing. <laughs> and listen, there's good and bad to every group. Yeah. Just like we're saying when the before. Yep. Both sides of every issue have awful people. So frat dudes, there's a lot of awful people who do that. But there's also a lot of great guys that were My just brother, like me. My brother, he wasn't in a, in a frat per se, but he was in a social club. Same shit. <laughs> Same shit. So that, that, That's just what Harvard calls so, their frats. Exactly. Like, oh, we, we drink box wine from the Franzia Hills. <laughs> um, so we, so I was like, I'll take whoever I get. Yep. And we started reporting on news from the site. And then I was like, I'll take emails at the end because there's a podcast I love that does emails at the yep. end. I started getting like 50 emails a week and we just started giving advice. Yeah. And life advice. Life advice. And it was a lot of dating. A lot. Um, 
And it was interesting over time. So then Total Frat Move, they want to start a podcast. They they see that there's something there. Yep. They want their name back. I was like, no problem. I'll change it. So we changed the J Train podcast. Why? Just that's me. It was more uh, that's my nickname. Yep. Whatever. What's the train? What's the train part? J Train. It was a self given nickname, like as a joke. So like it was like, yeah, I'm gonna be. If you think I'm a douche, I'm gonna be the thirty times the douche you think I am. So I'll just be J Train. It was a joke in college. So. <laughs> So we call it the J Train Podcast, and I would have different guests on. We take these emails and give advice, and from an honest place yep. where you don't see the judgment on people's faces. And sometimes there's questions your friends don't feel giving, like giving you the answer to. Uh, and no, you know, yeah, it's called most female relationships. Exactly. We're like, so oh my get- god, he hasn't called because it's grandma's back. <laughs> and at first, it was like. You know, a lot of dudes listening. And then I started going on female-driven shows and more podcast. You know, women started getting into podcasts. I personally think with Serial. Uh-huh. That's like... That was that, my foray. Yeah. That, yep. that brought a lot of women into totally podcasting. Fair. And then there were a lot of female-centric podcasts. And then I started being a guest on those. And a lot of women have now started to listen. No, and- no, no, no. You are so beloved by women. That's <laughs> something I want to talk about with you. So, sure. like, being this J-train, you know, bro to the nth degree. Okay, yeah. <laughs> So how, why do you think it is that women are so taken with you? And I'm one of them, by the way. I'm I'm obsessed with you. (laughs) Thank you. But like, is it an intentional thing? Is it just a vibe you give off? Like, are are you just like doing you and you're, are you surprised? I'm a little surprised, but not, I mean, I had growing up, I grew up across the street from like two women that like were my best friends growing up. Like they were like sisters to me. No, no sexual anything. No, we've known each other since like birth. True friends. So sisters. Yeah, so I've been giving them advice, and I think, like, you know, they would always come to me because I look like a guy, I think, with a lot of women, I look like someone they've dated or someone they've dumped or someone that's dumped them, someone that's ghosted them, someone they've ghosted. I'm, I'm like, kind of an every guy. I'm just a regular guy. Um, Uh I'm not, but, like, I... You're super cute. I appreciate that. And super fucking funny. I appreciate that, but I I think, like, I'm someone's brother. Like, I'm someone's cousin. Like, I I, I think I remind someone of someone everyone someone knows. So, So there's, like, a safety there. There's a safety there, and also it's like so. But also, I'm giving advice to things that I've done. So when someone says, right. "Why did this guy do blank?" I can go to the catalog of my life and go, "Well, when I did that, yep. here's why and how I felt." And you know, sometimes it makes me look like a dickhead. Sometimes I could understand how someone would listen and not like the show. Like I could understand how someone would listen and. and hate me before listening and then yeah be convinced that they're right just like that woman in the crowd she right. was in the crowd and she wanted to hate me heard me say to a woman smile yep. now i'm as evil as she thought i was right. and you know i think when you answer these questions honestly like and then some people are like you're so raunchy like and it's like you ever notice that like people say to you you're, you ever had people say to you you're raunchy just because you said dick once yeah you know like my they dad. just they just <laughs> yeah they hang on that one thing because yeah my dad's need, like stop saying dick yeah it's like it's a lot harder to car uh, to live in the gray which everything lives in yes than it is to live in the black and white which yes. nothing lives in yes it's easier to go, well, that's the bro, douchebag, asshole, dickhead. That's the good person. Yeah. When it's really like, if anything, we've learned from the people getting accused of things, the people that we've loved in Hollywood that you think were so great that now you're finding out they're not so great, is that everyone's a little bit mediocre. You know, yeah. like, and everyone's got bad things and good things that goes into making them them. And, you know, my ability from, I think from having friends 
at that young age that weren't my sister. Right. They were just friends. But I had to so deal with. So platonic. So platonic. But also I'd have to deal with like giving them advice and having them look at me like I was a dick and I'm going, oh, I have to say it a different way. Right. I have to. But would you like for your for your girlfriends, your i.e. platonic friends, would you deliver it more gently to them? Or? Well, I think I'm I think I just know how to be honest in a way that isn't accusatory and What's isn't the hardest piece of advice you've ever had to give. Well, I think it's always hard to tell someone to leave the relationship they're in. Like right. you're telling someone because it's easier advice to give than to take. Exactly. Like, everyone can sit like dump him. That's easy Easier to say. Easier said than done. A lot of times it's like you have to understand that that person who you get to say dump him and then you get to live your life. Right. That person has one less person to talk to, one less person to text, one less person to hug. They might even have to leave their home, find a new one. I mean, oh. there's a lot of shit that comes along with dump Absol- him. That you don't have to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't have to deal with any And also, of it. are you going to be the one that's around when they're called, like in the middle of the night when they need someone to talk to? Abs- no. Absolutely not. And <laughs> are you, and, and the fear of never finding someone again. You know, I have good, but what makes me think I can get great? And a lot of people are afraid of that, and I get that. Like, I listen, I've been in relationships where I'm like, well, will there be, you know, there's not, very many people don't feel the next train is coming. I was going to say, Jared, what percentage of people do you think, like, literally settle, and I mean, i.e. right now, are settling in a relationship? Percentage. Let's just Uh, say of the American public. I think it's a lot. I think. um, I do too. But I also, like. I, you know, I was, I was married and I knew it. I was like, and it wasn't, I'm settling. Like I'm so much better than him. It was like, we're settling. We are both unhappy. Well, there is this thing that like a lot of guys are dealing with where it's like, and a lot of people deal with where like you, once you get in a relationship, like you're not the center of attention. You're not the fun story anymore. No. You know, you, you, and it's like, it's not even a settling thing. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to a new phase where my stories kind of stink. You know, like I got to talk about a wedding planning. Who wants to hear about that? You know, uh, two other women who really hate me for it. You know, like I, you know, like it's, it's not even settling. It's like, okay, when do I move on to the next phase? And am I doing that with the right person mm-hmm. that makes me feel good? And, you know, like you said, I'm in a relationship. I, I, I love my girlfriend. I'm like, and people are like, well, I never, and I'm like, no, this, the, I didn't think you were ready or, you know, oh, you, you must have been ready or whatever. I'm like, right. no, this was just, it's the right combination. Um, I hope it's always the right combination. But, you know. What's the combination? I think we just, you know, get along well. You right. know, like I, and I feel good when I'm around her. So like, and that's not to say I didn't feel good around other people. That's the other thing. Like right now, you could go on two dates. Someone wrote in about they had this amazing date and then the guy went away. How could I think it was so good and he thought it was so bad? Yeah, dick. Well, <laughs> see, maybe my dad's he, mad at me again. Exa- yeah, and then, <laughs> but it, maybe he thought it was just fine, and maybe he's still dating someone. Hey guys, it's time to take a break to talk about one of our sponsors, OpenFit. Okay, so you might say, well, what is OpenFit? Let me tell you. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your own living room. So bye-bye, commute to the gym. Bye-bye, models at bar class. See you later. And uh, guess what? And it takes as little as 10 minutes a day. And that's when they got my attention. For real, OpenFit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. Okay, here's the reason why. Everyone's bodies are different and OpenFit understands that. So they basically have an array of workouts and they're from uh, expert, not me, to like literal like novice 
me. I mean, I, I know how to work out. I've done it in my life. But like, girl, I've not been to the gym or a for real class. We're talking years. So when Open Fit was like, yeah, if you just give us 10 minutes a day, we're going to help your body out. I was like, you know what? That I can do. They've got all your classes. You can sculpt your body with Andrea Rogers, founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar. Yeah. So like I said, I went to a bar class in New York City. That's not fun because real life models that you see in magazines in New York City here, they're real people, real girls that are in your bar class. Uh, I don't need, in addition to spending like a lot of money per bar class and also commuting to bar class, which is a pain in my patootie, I also don't need to see real life models who make me feel even worse about myself than I already feel. So with OpenFit, I can get my bar in in the privacy of my own home. And speaking of the privacy of your own home, yeah, you can work out on your own schedule because you can view it on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet or smartphone, and Roku anywhere, anytime. It is on your schedule. I like everything on demand, especially working out. And you can lose up to 15 pounds in just the first 30 days. Flatten your abs, shape your body, and look and feel great. You guys, OpenFit has changed the way I work out. And when I say I changed the way I work out, I mean I'm finally working out again because I can do it at home. And now uh, you got to use my code Taylor and you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use my code T-A-Y-L-O-R and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. And right now during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, my listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, to 303030. You're going to get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information, totally free. Again, just text Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, to 303030. Standard message and data rates may apply. And now, back to the podcast. You know, that he's been seeing on and off for two years that he's still attached to. The, okay, so there was this guy I dated. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, now it's not me. Sure. Uh, there was this guy I dated when I was in college, and he had, I knew this, but he had an ex-girlfriend from high school back home in Syracuse, and we were in Ithaca, okay? So close enough. I'm giving the, you know, places for sure. like, for proximity's sake. And he was the kind of guy, he was all baby, 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 smooth talker, adorable, but not mm-hmm. super hot. Then the cool boy club, like definitely like he had a lot going on. And he was just known as the guy that would like never officially settle down. He was kind of a bit of a man whore. Sure. Him and I had like a total vibe. And I remember I had just broken up with a boyfriend. So when we started hooking up, he was teasing like, you broke up with your boyfriend for me. And I was like, I'm not going to give him that power. So I was like, I don't even want another relationship. Yeah. Which <laughs> and what I really wanted was for him to love me forever. Of course. And so I definitely, it was my fault that I started the relationship off like that. Because then when shit started to get more serious and he would always back off, I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, you just said you didn't want a relationship. And I was like, ah, yeah. I did say that. <laughs> um, but anyway, long story well, short, he ended he ended up after all of our drama. And I just ended it because I was mm-hmm. like, you're like, he was a total fuck boy. But finally, I like he ended up with that girlfriend from high school. Yeah. So like, it didn't matter what you were in college. He sure. was never going to be with anybody. For, so right. Did, yeah. He made I, his mind. But up. also he used I, I think there's a big thing where like it sounds like he uses romanticism as game. Yes. Like where he'll be like. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby, say things that you know he knows you like hearing. Yeah, like when I moved to L.A., he's like, it's so bad that you're moving. I wish we could, like, date believe. for real now. And yeah, I was like, well, I can't because I'm going to L.A., bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, that's I'm getting the, mad again. The, this, is, we're talking, this is, like, over a very, decade ago. Very big man move is 
to the the shoulda coulda woulda. Uh huh. Uh huh. If you didn't move to L.A., then we'd be together, baby, baby, baby. Uh, ooh, baby. Sorry. Ah, uh, this is the world got in the way. You Whatever, know. bro. Your penis was weird. <laughs> I'm a lesbian, so that doesn't really mean a lot anymore. Sure. But like when but I was remember. a straighty, yeah. I thought it was a little weird. Not saying it was small. Screw him and his crooked stick. It was just stick. like really like like <laughs> hairless. A lot of a lot of guys <laughs> will do that. Will they'll get with you knowing what the excuse is for the breakup. Ugh. That's why you have a lot of long distance people. That's why you have a lot of people that are like two hours away being like, No, come visit and then uh-huh. the girl's like, Well, yeah, I should go visit. This could be the one and all he's thinking is yeah, I can just say it's too much distance for us to be together. But why do guys set themselves up to be detached? Like, if if women, what we want to be in is relationships, and I have to ask you penis. this too, their <laughs> penis is doing that. I, I think your like, penis. I actually feel bad. You guys have penises. It's awful. <laughs> it's an awful curse. I really like because you are your sex is outside of you. How can you not think about it all the time? It must be very distracting. It's very between the distracting. calorie counting and the and the dick stuff. I've been talking about this a lot lately. <laughs> like a lot, the the penis stuff and the calorie counting. I mean, <laughs> there should be no over. If there's an overweight man that solves any disease, that person is a fucking hero amongst <laughs> us and has a super brain because I don't know how he's dealing with all this shit at once. Um, I've been talking about this one subject a lot lately. Like I, I'll give this example I've given mm-hmm. on my podcast. I just talked about it on you up, but it's a fun example to me because it's like just the way women and men like look at different things Yes, where I was in Rhode Island. I'm, d- I'm opening for Michelle during the day. I'm walking around. I'm going to the gym, whatever. There's a guy in a three wheel car. Okay. You know, know those three wheelers? Yes. That have no roof. Were you in like Newport? Bat- yeah. Ne- no, we were in Province. Okay. <coughs> you know, they look like the Batmobile. Totally. They're so, low to the ground. Yeah. So yes. this guy's revving the engine. He sounds like a total douche. And then you look at him, he has like 30 ponytails coming out of his head from every direction. <laughs> he couldn't look like more of a dickhead. Okay. <laughs> like a li- he has dicks coming out of his head. Dicks coming from head. So <laughs> he. And I look at him, and the uh, first thing I think as a guy uh, is I can't believe that dude, someone's fucking that dude. <laughs> like, but someone is fucking someone that Someone maybe guy. isn't. So this is what the women, <laughs> so I put on Instagram a video of him, and then I put, I can't, the first thing I think is someone's fucking that guy. Right. A lot of women like you wrote back, maybe someone isn't. <laughs> and that's the easy opinion, and I don't blame you for having it, okay. but I, that is the opinion that <laughs> everyone at the brunch table will high five you, like, no one's fucking him. <laughs> And one of those women who who high fived you is might be fucking him. <laughs> and if no oh one's boy. fucking him, this guy still believes someone will. No guy <laughs> lives his life cock blocking himself. He okay. didn't put the 30 ponytails in his head <laughs> and buy the Batmobile because he thought it wouldn't get him late. <laughs> and if it doesn't six months from now, yeah, he's going to sell the car Shave and go head. to the salon. <laughs> So so That's so long. So remember that uh, is the male mindset with every decision we make. Huh? When you buy something, when you talk to someone, when you put on pants. Look at me late. Does this help me and my penis? <laughs> and it's a disgusting thing to hear. I know there's women cringing right now. No, I think it's awesome because it's so true. Because start thinking of men that way. Let's say let's say they surprise you and they don't think that way. Uh-huh. Fine. But <laughs> think of it. On the pie graph. I'm so happy I'm a lesbian now. I'm, 
there's a lot less to worry about. There's a lot less complication. <laughs> really? Because you're dealing with your own. You know how you think. So that's yeah. But women are trying to think that men think like them. No, 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 no. Really? So there's, really? A, there's a circle. There's a pie. Okay. Sleep, family, uh, friends, work, penis. Penis. It's on there. <laughs> with and women there's some women they'll go well vagina you know i want to get fucked too no no Shut no up. women dress for other women ah uh, hell yes nobody no girl wears something for me to go i love your shoes <laughs> but but jared don't you i mean i do these <laughs> look fantastic but when you bought them I wasn't like, well, Jared Freed liked these when no. we do our pocket. No. And this is society. You can blame society. I was like, I, all girls are going to think that these are, you know, whatever. Chloe, they were so jealous of me. <laughs> well, this is in your decision making. Yep. You were thinking of what will the judgment of other women be? Of Where, course. What, what event do I wear these to? Will, will that event be judged by other women? And am I doing the right thing? N- on the list of things. Yeah. Where did cock play a piece of that? Literally zero. And zero. I will say this, even when I was a straight person identifiably, sure. um, I still was like, I mean, my ex would always be like, my husband was like, you dress in man repeller clothes. And I'm like, that's because I don't give a shit what you yeah. think of the way I look or any other guy here. Think of it, and if you want to keep disagreeing with me, like, I, I, I know there's people out there because I'm just like, Well, I'm there are like, some women who dress for men and they're called strippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get paid. That's, a, that, that, that's their what job. gets them paid. That's it's their, their job. job. It's their but job. You, but you think of it like, look, look at Instagram. Yes. That's the world revolves around Instagram right now. Okay? Yes, yes. Look at my girlfriend follows a bunch of hot women. Yep, and not because she is a secret lesbian. No, well, she, no, no. <laughs> but Aren't we all a little fluid. A little, everyone's on somewhere on the spectrum, you know, whatever. So, and I always say on my podcast, I'm like, you got to be a little gay to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, if it, like, if you could speak about a Bravo show, you're gonna fuck a lot of chicks. Uh. Um, so, so, I. No, but she follows a lot of hot women. Yeah. Because she's, they're aspirational follows. Yes. She loves their hair. She loves what they wear. She, she'll say to me, I love her style. Yes. I love this influencer. And then I'll go, and then I'll look at my follows. I don't follow any men no. that I want, that I think dress well. <laughs> that I don't follow any men with Jewish hair that I want to <laughs> replicate. That's not happening. I'm following big titted women. Because your penis told you to. Because my penis told me to. And <laughs> the same influencers my girlfriend follows because my penis told me to. <laughs> so, and so there's a lot of women with a lot of dating questions that would, you, where they want the why. And the why sits in front of them like a good example that I used for this Batmobile 30 penis haired <laughs> guy. A lot of women will write to me. Uh. This guy and I hooked up. He said he doesn't want a relationship. We ended, but he keeps watching my stories. Oh my god! I need I need this. There's a I don't I don't have a dating a guy I'm dating, but a guy I used to be friends with through marriage. Sure. Who I I gave up in the divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, it was my sure. husband's friend. He is like the top three person every time he's to like attracted to, to you. <gasps> shut no your there's, face. He's attracted to you, but do you think he, he's following me to see how much weight I've gained? That is such a me question. <laughs> No, that's a, that's a woman's reason to follow a woman. <laughs> Men aren't saying they'll be like, I just need to see where this weight goes. <laughs> no. He's attracted to you. That's very simple. Oh, my God. But there's all levels of attraction. Yeah. There's, you know, what women don't understand is attraction doesn't mean effort. What? I could be attracted to a girl. When, when someone's watching your Instagram stories every day, 
he's masturbating to you in some way or another. Ugh. Maybe it's really masturbation or the. Just, I would believe it would be hate masturbation. It's not that. It's not hate. It's it's it's. Think of Instagram. If we, like think of the algorithm. The so algorithm wait. puts whoever touches your profile the most. The most goes to the front of the line. Damn. It's like a nightclub. The bouncer sees someone who's been here a thousand times and has spent money and goes, hey, 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 get up to the front. Your brain is a magical gift to this world. <laughs> I just want to let you know but that. But I'm saying, like, in uh, all of this is to say, someone, this is what I do. So if girls say, I'm, I, this guy ended it with me and now he's always looking at my stuff. So what is he doing? He's masturbating to it? In one way or another, whether it's real masturbation or just, like, mental masturbation. But if he's not interested. But he's attractive. That, you know, you know, I'm, I'm confused. I masturbate to a lot of girls I wouldn't go on a date with. Okay, but if you did date them and then you got rid of them at your request, then because why are you it still wasn't interested? Worth the effort. But then why do you still want to Instagram masturbate to them? Because that feels good and it doesn't cost me any money. Fair. It doesn't cost me any time. Right. Time is money. Time, and it's like there's a lot of people you would you're attracted to but never want to date. You know, and it's. Yep. You know, would you, you know. So is Instagram really just a big, huge porn hub? I think it's a somewhat, I think it's like a, you know, penthouse. It's softcore. I think there's something to that. Like, I think, you know, you know, it's the. Is penthouse considered softcore now? I, I thought know. that was like the dirtiest of the dirties. I, thought, I always thought like it was like Hustler. Oh, that's that what's the dirty. dirty one. Yeah. No, I was never like a big like porn under the mattress guy i've never seen porn or i th- I, I porn saw- in general like video porn i've never seen a porn i didn't see kim kardashian sex tape what about like, i mean that's the most highlight one you never gone on like no nope. porn and no. just looked at a video never why not i'm scared it no will turn me off to sex forever really really well that's like, the catholic guilt in me that is a lot of catholic guilt. jesus is preventing me from watching porn but you talked about like your girlfriend looking at is a little bit lesbian. Like she watches, like she loves a girl on girl porn. Oh, she was all about the porn, but I was like, can we? And I said, listen, I can't tell you what to do in your own time, but I don't want to see traces of it because it will make me mm-hmm. feel sad. Oh, your girlfriend watches it. Well, she used to, but yeah. I mean, I told her not around me. Not but around you can you. do it. Don't ever propose that we watch together. That's so funny. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's not crazy. It's just you. You know, that's what it is. I, I mean, I, I my girlfriend watches girl on girl porn. Really? Yeah. That's very common. I know, and yeah. I, I, I don't. That's why I don't feel really bad, you know, airing that out there. She, yeah, she would admit to that. Yeah, friends. Actually, right? my girlfriend used to watch gay guy porn. Really? Wrap your head around that well, one. Well, I mean, I just heard Emma Wilman do a joke about that last night. She watches straight porn. Oh yeah. By the way, Jared, do we meet through Emma or we met through the Oshries? Uh, no, I think it was through Emma. It was through. It was Emma's through Emma. A good, Emma's a good friend of mine. She's it was through great. Emma. I she's Emma so Wilman. Funny. She's amazing. I Check her out at she's Emma Wilman. Two M's, two L's, two N's. So funny. We love Emma. Yeah, Jared, you're the fucking man. I mean, I'm only ending this because I know you got to go, it's and also we're here. running out of time. But I like you got to come back more and more because Any, you're just anytime. so awesome, and I, I love you. And I just I I forget how much I love you, and then when I see you, I'm <laughs> like I'm obsessed with him. I I love coming on all your stuff. Also the. The subway, t- door to door. It's just, a you know, from Harlem. I get right down here. Be careful, so. Jared. <laughs> I'm going to make you my new co-host. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I love it. You so. guys, check out Jared everywhere. Check him on Instagram, at Jared Freed. Mm-hmm. Um, also, don't forget, he, oh, you live story during The Bachelorette. So I love The Bachelorette. I live story every episode. Oh, my so God. So that's a free entertainment oh I put out God. into the world. Oh, my God. It's my favorite thing to do. It's why my voice is kind of raspy. I yell at the TV, <laughs> and the response has been, I used to live tweet The Bachelor and Bachelorette. I've done it for years. Uh-huh. I'm a part of Bachelor Nation. I love that show. Um, I've moved it over to Instagram Story. And the, the response has been, like, 
it, people are buying tickets to shows more now because they're like, it feel you know, now this is like me doing stand up over Instagram. Literally. Like, I'm doing jokes. So if you want to just have a fun time on a Monday night, I usually start like 20 minutes after the show starts and I just go through the end of the show. It's right now you can find it on my highlights. You can watch all the you can watch all the episodes I've already done on Amazing. my highlights. Amazing. It's also on my feed. I do a little highlight reel of like the best ones from the episode. So that's something I do. And Freed is F R E I D. Yes, E I D. Jared Freed on Instagram. And then I'm coming, I'm doing shows. I know I love your audience because they yep. come out. Yeah, they and do. And they're fun. And they are fun, aren't they? They're fun. And just like we got into like some. They smile during they comedy smi- shows. <laughs> they smile. But just like we got into like a little bit like we didn't talk about politics, but we we're talking about like the feelings around politics and, mm-hmm. and issues right now. It feels like your audience comes out to have fun, which is like really Thank the, you. the I, well, most awesome type of person to come out. They yep. come up to me after the show. I take pictures of everyone after the show. They're like, hey, girl, hey. You know, hey, they, girl, hey, you? Yeah, they give me the whole, hey, boy, hey. They give me that whole thing. I love you guys. Um, they're so cool. I'm coming to Nashville oh, June yes. 18th and 19th. I'm at Zany's. I know you were just there. I was just there, guys. Go. It's the best venue, and also Jared's the best. It'll be fun. We talk about, you know, weight shit and eating shit and I'll talk a little bit about, you know, all the stuff. Uh, dogs on planes I s- and <laughs> plastic straws. Seinfeld and, shit. Yeah, Seinfeld shit. It's just stupid shit. So I don't get too crazy. Um, 23 and me. Someone bought me a 23. I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, so I talk about all that. So I'm talking about that stuff. Stuff in my life. Just It's very relatable. My family. I'm trying to get my parents to come. But I'm going to be in Nashville June 18th and 19th. And then I'm coming to Seattle uh, yeah. the 28th and 20th, the last weekend of June. Awesome. And then I'm coming to San Francisco right after the 4th of July weekend. Awesome. 4th of July is on a Wednesday, I think. or No, 4th of July is on a Thursday. I'm there Friday and Saturday at Cobbs in Amazing. San Francisco. Amazing. All of my dates are at jaredfreed.com. I'm also coming to D.C. and Chicago later in the summer. So jaredfreed.com. My Instagram is the hub of my wheel. That it's I where put everything, everything lives. On there, so and at then, of Jared course, podcasts. Uh, you up pod and J train Jared you're the best Thank I love you so you. much Thanks for having me You gotta come back on Kai I would love to um, You guys that's it for us We'll be back next week With more Fabulosity Thank you so much For uh, listening to the podcast Make sure to subscribe Make sure to rate it That helps me a lot Review it Nice please Can, can I give one please? thing I, This is like a Kind of like a best practice That's yes. helped me a lot Yes If you're listening Make it your Instagram story <laughs> um, Take a screenshot of, the, of you listening Yep Tag Taylor, tag myself. Yep. Um, I'll send you a heart. I don't know how many people you respond to. It's all up to the, it doesn't matter. As many as I can. And there you go. Yep. So tag us and then tag one friend that you think might like this episode. So smart. Because tech. this is really built one person at a time. Podcasts are the most intimate form of entertainment. Yep. You're right in people's ears. And I know it's tough to rep- recommend a podcast because people put up a lot of walls. They'll say, I'm not a podcast person. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not this. I'm not that. Yeah. People used to say that about the ATM. You know, people used to say, "No, I go to the teller." <laughs> you know, so they're gonna—they just say that because they I feel. Don't trust st- that machine. Yeah, yeah exactly. They yeah, say that because right. they feel stupid. They feel behind. Right. So when you put things on Instagram, just like I said, you know, the guy's masturbating. Everyone's masturbating to your Instagram stories. So Hell everyone's yeah. looking. Everyone's touching. You know, who you've tagged. Everyone's wondering what's everyone else is doing. So a really non-invasive, fun way to introduce people to the podcast without feeling like you're. You know, yelling at a friend. Right. Make your Instagram story. Yep. Tag a couple friends. I always say it on you up. Tag a bitch. Tag, tag a, bitch. a bitch. So, um, and tag us both. I'll send you a heart. I, 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 I'll probably repost that fucker. Uh, to me, I consider that payment. Hey. I, I do. I consider that like you're, that's a, you know, 
you talk you have a subscription model yep. on the other show. Yeah. This show is completely free and we hope that it helps and I, I hear back from people. I hope that it helps people through whatever part of their day it gets them through because I have podcasts that help me through parts of my day. Yep. Um make it your Instagram story. People are gonna lock it. At Jared Freed. At Taylor Strucker and tag a friend. You're genius. You guys, that's it for us. We'll be back next week. Bye, girl. Bye. Did you enjoy this taste of me? Want more? Then go to taylorstrecker.com and sign up for my daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show, and listen live or on demand.